0: All right, welcome to another episode of AFI's Cover 7 podcast. We're really excited for our special guest this week, Jamal Clay, Jamal Clay, the host of Base Coverage on Athletes Forum. Thanks for joining us, Jamal.
1: Appreciate it, fellas. Nice to sit down with you guys, you know, talk a little bit involved, but appreciate you guys having me.
0: Yeah, Jamal, I want to give you some credit. You've been doing a great job covering the ELF, all the off-season moves, love the interviews you've been doing. Uh, what have you thought about this off-season so far?
1: You know, I think we've I think we've been getting off to a little bit of a slow start, but rightfully so. You know, people are trying to feel things out and things are trying to people are waiting for, you know, see who they're gonna be pairing up with. But I think one of the most consistent things that we've saw is that like, you know, a team like Berlin has been consistently aggressive, you know, not only re signing their guys but making one of the first signings and, and Aaron Jackson. I like, you know, what Milano's been doing and not only bringing in their other guys but Bringing in someone like you know Thomas Felicia, uh, Felicia, I I probably pronounced his name wrong, but the old lineman from uh, Rustlaw to come in and, and, and block for Luke, um, similar to Milano, help 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 Bel- Hel- Belton, um, you know signing some guys and stuff like that. I think I think it's been picking up lately, and I think you know we're starting to see a lot more uh, guys sign you know quicker. But I think a lot of people are playing this cat and mouse game in terms of you know who's signing where and trying to build things out, but. Uh, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. fact that we've got more teams. has you know, been fun to cover. And, um, it's been interesting to see, you know, what's everyone's... Everyone has to show their cards now, so what's what's everyone's plan going
0: into the next season? Daniel, what have you thought about the off season so far? We had some big news today with Jean Castant signing with the
2: Milano Seaman. Big move for the Italian team. You're right. Big move, big move. And it kind of... Obviously, Luke has been there for five or six seasons now. Um, it kind of shows... Oh, I mean, I don't know why they'll move away from Markel Castle, Um, in my opinion, one of the best receivers in the league, Um, in Europe, sorry. Um, Absolutely uh, explosive for every team he's played for, dominated. So yes, it's it's an odd one. Um, I think Gene Constant is a great receiver. I think he's done a lot for the Sea Devils. He wasn't paired with a great QB this year or like a strong passing team. Um, and he still did some good things. He kind of won, single-handedly won them the uh, Rams game when things were tight and they couldn't run the ball, and it was those kind of like short passes and screens to John Constant that allowed him to uh, that allowed them to, to um, uh, win the game. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great signing still. He's one of the most explosive players in the league. He can do so much. So, yeah, I think it's great, but, yeah, we've seen some really interesting signings. I think, for me, one of the most interesting things has been what's been going on with Barcelona, right? Yeah. Um, we've seen a number of their key guys leave, Right, I mean, Zach Edwards and Carl Sweet have announced they're not playing there next year. Um, the linebacker, um, uh, what's his name again? The linebacker, the French guy, um, Anthony Rodriguez. Anthony yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, he he recently he signed for the Enthroners today. Um, uh, Alejandro Fernandez obviously um, signed for the uh, Fire. Huge signing. He was one of their best young players, Spanish player as well. So yeah, it's kind of interesting to see why what's going on there. They lost the head coach as well. So yeah. Um, but, yeah, really exciting, um, obviously, so far. I think it's really cool to see a NFL-style free agency um, in Europe, finally.
0: Definitely. Maybe even NBA-style. Um, a <laughs> lot, lot of player movement. Uh, Jamal, anything else uh, you want to touch on before we jump into uh, our free agent list?
1: Absolutely. So a couple of things that Dan touched on. First, with the uh, the, the Gene Constance signing. I like it, but I'm curious about it because if you look at the Seaman team, the, um who, who they've been over the past couple years, they've always had, you know, a number one receiver similar to, like, a size of a Markel Fultz or an Xavier Edwards. So the fact that they're going a different round, going with Gene, not doubting his size or anything, he's proved he could be a number one receiver, just has me curious in the direction that they want to take their offense. So I was curious about that. um The Ryan Fire, I mean, my God. uh You know, signing someone like – uh Alejandro is, is great, and I think for him, one he's earned he's earned the position he's in in terms of the type of season he had. He's he's definitely earned to get paid. But now I think we're going to be able to see, you know, one you know, one the pressures on. Two people know who you are. Three you're going to get NFL coaching under a Tom uh, a Tom Sula. But also, you know, you're the guy now. Like I'm not discrediting anything he did last year. But people also had Michael Sam on the other side as well. But now, now he's the guy on that defensive line. And obviously, it depends who else they have. But uh, I really like the move with him taking his talents to Ryan to uh, not only be developed as a defensive end and you know get that development, that NFL development, and obviously hopefully it helps him in his career going forward. Um, but I like that he's taking on the challenge of you know taking his talents elsewhere, and now he is the guy, whether that's his mindset or not.
0: Absolutely. I mean, um, Fernandez was definitely one of the top European talents out there up for grabs. And I wonder if we'll see Andrew Weidinger um, going back to the well and taking anyone else um, from Barcelona to Dusseldorf. It'll be interesting to watch.
1: We'll definitely see. I think if, you know, if you think of like the German connections, like Nico Lester's out there, right? You know, he, he, Absolutely,
2: take, yeah.
1: I mean, he might lose money because he'd be a homegrown if he has, I think, German citizenship, but, you know someone that could pair with Amari or depending on what they do with the DB uh, situation and Ryan as well. So there's still a lot of questions, but you can start to see like, you know, small puzzles starting to fit where, where where they're going to be, where they're going to be in the place.
0: Absolutely. That's a good transition into our um, top 10 list here. There's a lot of talent out there and um, we're fooling around with this tier maker here. (laughs) we got the top 10 ELF free agents American, European, Japanese, doesn't matter. <laughs> Top ELF free agents coming to the ELF this year. Who's up for grabs? Um, I'll start it off number 10. I'll go with my guy, a lockdown corner. Drag him up here. Uh, Rodion Henrique from the Leipzig Kings the last two seasons is a Dutch talent. I mean, uh, a, a corner who's over six feet tall with long arms um this guy was a ball hawk he's getting a pick six um you know every three or four weeks during the elf season um and i think he's the closest thing to a european lockdown corner that you're going to find in the elf daniel who you got for number nine
2: yeah yeah so number nine or carl sweet um the postman yeah. uh, wide receiver um who absolutely destroyed the league this year um, I think he was top receiver in almost every category uh, yards touchdowns and receptions um, yeah just absolute monster him I mean it'd be interesting to see what happens with him in the XFL and the USFL because I can't imagine him not getting a call up um, he played at a big school um, he's well known um, and he put on a show um, in Elfish to get increasing coverage from uh, stateside so yeah I mean it'd be interesting to see if he does kind of go with the states there and play his trade but Either way, anyone, any ultimate signs would be an absolutely amazing move. And whether he moves with Zach Edwards would be another interesting thing. I know those two had a great relationship in Barcelona. And they both announced they're not coming back to um, the Dragons this year.
1: One thing to uh, bounce off what you said, Daniel. I think for all ELF people, you know, watching the game and trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be signing where, when that's going to happen, keep an eye out for like November 18th and on because that's that's, after the XFL draft. People will have kind of found out if they got picked or not and, you know, if they're going to be coming over Europe or not. So, you know, obviously if guys don't get picked, which is I think what a lot of guys are waiting for, um, you'll start to see more signings starting that November 18th date. So something for everyone to keep in mind.
0: Definitely. A guy like Kyle Sweet, I mean, the thing is it's tough at the receiver position, right? There's so many good receivers out there playing in Europe playing um, in this U.S., the USFL, XFL. Um, so guys like Quinn Pounds or Kyle Sweet, they could get that shot, but there's a lot of receivers out there who are ballers ready for, um, you know, high-level play like that.
1: Most definitely.
0: Jamal, I think you have number eight. Who uh, Who'd you have in mind?
1: Here we go, number eight. I'm going to the trenches for this one. I'm going with Aslan Zettenberg from the Leipzig Ooh. Kings. Um, I think Leipzig is a team – when you look at their defense, I for me personally, I think, you know, they played better than what most most of most games in terms of the scoreboard, what, what they said it was, I think they were putting in a lot of compromise situation with their offense. Obviously there were some games where they just played bad, but when we talk about Aslan, you know, this is the guy that, you know, 10 and a half sacks from the D tackle position, forty eight tackles, uh, you know, about seventeen tackle for losses. And with that defense that played multiple different fronts, he's someone that could definitely eat up double teams and uh, play multiple run gaps and who's actually helped AJ uh, and and Mike and and those guys run side on sideline or shoot gaps. I think someone like him, and I'll do a little something, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys where I think they should fit, but I think someone like him, for linemen in general in Europe, I think quality guys are hard to come by, which is my personal Mm -hmm. opinion. So I think that puts a premium on those types of athletes. So for someone like Aslan, I could see him, You know, with a hell, with a hell belly, who, in my opinion, I think the offensive defense line is going to be their biggest needs. I could also see him going to someone like the Prague Lions, giving them some interior help. But I think where he'll fit the best is a team that's actually in a a remodel mode, is actually the Cologne Centurions, a team that definitely, definitely should be going after him and should be going after everybody that is uh, good on defense because that's been an issue for them for two seasons. Obviously, it's a new coaching staff. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of new guys there, but they already signed Zachary Blair. Pair him up with someone like an Aslan in the middle, you know, will help Zach, as it, uh, just like Aslan helped uh, AJ and those guys at Leipzig.
2: An interesting um, connection with Aslan as well is Mark Mattioli was obviously the coach there in the back end of the season. Mark Mattioli is now the head coach of the new Paris team. Okay. Whether he decides to bring I – mean, there's no doubt he saw Aslan, Aslan's um, talents and how – um, how kind of like valuable he would be as a European import to that team? So maybe he goes there. Yeah,
1: definitely another team to, to keep an eye on as well.
2: For sure, for sure.
0: Well, kick off number seven with a guy who wasn't in the ELF last year, but this dude might be the best European playing out there: Moritz Böwinger, oh. the German sensation, drafted by the Minnesota Vikings way back in 2016. You know, Schwabish Hall, Unicorns legend, um, you know, hung out in the NFL for three or four years. He could follow Jordan Newman to the Stuttgart search. I could see that happening. Um, and I imagine Azume and sort of that uh, German football royalty that's connected with the ELF wanting to get this guy in a uniform somewhere. So uh, he'd be my number seven free agent. Uh, still put up big numbers whenever he needed to for the Unicorns last year. Um, as they won the German bowl. So I think he's a name to watch this off season.
1: And we talk about um, real quick with, with like people forget, like when he had his pro day before getting drafted, this guy put up one of the fastest 40 yards in, in all, like from everyone who went to the combine, who did it pro days. He had one of the fastest 40 yard uh, uh, times coming out that year. So you're actually adding someone who also could bring speed on the outside as well. If whoever intends to sign Mr. Mr. Bor, uh Mr. Moritz.
0: Yeah, freak athlete for sure. So uh, I hope we get to see him in the ELF. As a fan, uh, I'm biased. I'd love to see him out there. Uh,
2: Daniel, I think you're up next with number six. Yep. I've got um, Serbian uh, national Goran Zec. Um, I'm really high on this guy. I think he's a great player and, in my opinion, one of the best players in Europe, full stop. I think his position stops him being as impactful as other guys could be. Yeah. But I just think he's he's such an underrated player. Um if you look at his stats though he led the league in interceptions, he had a bunch of forced fumbles and sacks and bat and, and bat downs and tackles. He was all over the field at all times of the game. And so I just think he's such a unique player, um, who can do absolutely everything, so versatile. And so any team would be lucky to have him. I would put him higher on the list. Um the only reason I haven't got him at one or two in my opinion is because he just Cannot be as impactful as a running back or a quarterback playing nickel um, or safety because, you know, they'll just throw away from him or run away from him. Yeah. Um, but I think he's an absolute anchor of any defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw him put up big numbers last year for Um Rumor has it he's thinking about the CFL, um, kind of through the grapevine that I'm hearing, but uh, we'd love to see him back in the ELF this year.
1: Most definitely. And, you know, his skill set, He when a lot of people were thrown away from Darius, and going towards him, he proved, listen, you might, you might want to have to take that that throw elsewhere because, obviously, he, he led the league in, in picks and forced fumbles. In, so he's someone who could fit in the box in the run game also, but also go play pass as well. So Goren's a dude. I like Goren.
0: Jamal, uh, the next guy you have is an absolute dog. Uh, tell me about the number five free agent.
1: Here we go. You can throw this man right up in that number five spot. I love this dude. I love his, his versatility. Uh, Xavier Edwards for the Vienna Vikings. And to be honest, you want to talk about Swiss Army knives. him and probably Sebastian Godier are probably the, the top two in the league when it comes to a Swiss Army Knife. But, you know, I think this guy takes it to another level with how, you know, explosive he could be on offense as well. Um, competitor, uh, explosive in the run game, obviously with his history in Europe, you know, playing with New Yorker and, you know, what Danny Mitchell used him on offense. And, you know, you saw his impact in the championship game from the opening kickoff to what he played to how he played on defense to, you know, even when that first game, when they played Barcelona, Barcelona was controlling that game. And then they started going a little bit more man in the second half, matching Xavier up with Kyle sweets. And obviously the outcome was the outcome. So uh, Xavier, I love, I love this dude. Um, Definitely. You know, for me personally, I, I think he's going to resign with Vienna. I think with that organization, how it's built, um, the reputation they have, people love the coaches, people playing there. I think he's gonna end up back with Vienna. Um, I really I I can't see him with another team, so if he does, that'd be a shock to me. Um, but I can see him back with Vienna.
2: For sure. Um, I think his I think his leadership yeah. in underrated team. Um, he's obviously a very vocal leader. Um you see him like in the games, talking to players all the time, making jumping getting super hyped and just kind of um, are really encouraging his guys to do more. And so I think that's um, underrated, especially from American import, because you don't always get that, you know, and that's something that coaches always going to look for. It's that leader um, on both sides of the wall.
0: That brings me to the number four spot, a great leader. And the first quarterback on this list, I'm going to go with Riley right teammate of uh, Moritz Boinger this year um, with the Schwabish Hall Unicorns. Um, this guy, I think, is really one of the top Uh, quarterbacks in Europe, complete package, uh, can run the ball, can be a leader, can help coach your guys and, um, you know, throw with power and accuracy. Um, we saw last two years, he won a championship in Italy with an undefeated season. And now last season, a championship with Shwebush Hall Unicorns undefeated. Um, so this guy's bringing a championship mentality, athleticism, um, and I think he's just total package at quarterback, maybe not as flashy as some quarterbacks. In the elf like a zach edwards or jacob sullivan but this guy is sort of like a tom brady Peyton manning sheriff-esque
2: yeah i mean just i mean i watched him a lot in Palmer, um and i loved him i thought he was amazing he did a lot with him and mark did so much with kind of a few players do you know what i mean um and they they obviously did an amazing job to win that italian bowl but something that i was so impressed by was not his palmer season and not his most recent unicorn season but it was when he came to the unicorns at the end um, of last year, right after the Italian bowl, during the uh, German bowl, and came in like absolutely no prep time. I mean, quarterback is all about prep and, and reps with your team and so on. But absolutely no rep, uh, prep time at all with his team um, with unicorns, and did such an amazing job. And he was so like po- um, so like kind of like um, poised and, and so composed, and he just did such a great job coming in there. And it shows kind of how adaptable he is as a quarterback and as a player and how level-headed he is. And so I think coming into a new environment, i.e. with a new team, um, is going to be so easy for him that he'll be, yeah, a, a very valuable um, asset.
1: Yeah, and I think it's easy to make the connection with him and, you know, the surge, But obviously he played for Parma, so, you know, keep an eye on maybe Paris, too. Maybe Paris for Mr. Riley Hennessy, so... we'll uh, we'll see what happens but he's he's definitely a leader everyone I talk to that played for Swede Michal that played for Riley loves the dude Uh, has a lot of respect for him so uh, definitely one of the top guys to to keep an eye on
0: for sure for sure Uh, Daniel kick us off with number three here
2: yeah number three is my man from the UK from London Glenn Tonga he's such a cool guy as well Um, um, but yeah no I mean, everyone saw the impact he had for the Sea devils this year. He kind of single-handedly took that offense um, and that team. Obviously, the defense played a massive role. But offensively, he was the anchor. He, he took that team. He carried the offense on his back into the final for a second year in a row. Destroyed the league. 21 touchdowns, like 1,500-plus yards. Um, just absolute monster. Played so, so well. Um, and it was just such... It was so good from... He had such, uh, so much progression from his previous years in Europe. Right, I mean, you saw him in Europe before. He was a good running back. But this year, he was outstanding. Um, and just he overwhelmed offen- defenses time and time again. Didn't know exactly what he was going to do. Yep. And he still did it and averaged like seven or eight yards per carry. Um, so, yeah. I mean, rumor is it that he's retiring. It's because maybe he's done it all. He's still a young guy. So if he wants to play, he can play. And I'm sure he'll be highly sought after. Um, but, yeah, whether he wants to is another another question. But, yeah, he has to be up there just because of what he did for the c Devils this
1: yeah, he's the, he's definitely up there, and you know I've heard those rumors as well. And I'm not, you know, reporting or breaking any news here, but Glenn's not retiring. I won't let him retire. He he needs to give me, <laughs> he needs to give me one more season, so at least
0: for sure, for sure. Uh, Jamal, who's your number two free agent out there?
1: Number two, and you know, keep in mind we're talking about guys that are available. And for me, you know, AJ Wentlin is a grown man. You know, for someone who is a tackling machine, obviously, you know, 160 tackles, three sacks, 13 tackles for losses. Someone who is a D coordinator on the field, which is basically, you know, the quarterback version uh, at at the linebacker position. I just think for someone that has so many, uh, not only can play ball, but has the mental mindset, too, it is could be valuable to to a franchise. I think. You know we've seen his impact when he was in Dresden, um, and obviously we saw you know the type of player he was in Leipzig in their first years. And obviously they had a whole lot of you know other issues. But I think, I think this, I think he he would be such a valuable asset to any team. You know we look at Hamburg possibly. You just had a retirement at that position and book, uh, and and you know hanging his cleats up. Maybe he goes to Hamburg, or maybe you know he goes back to you know Swarco plays for the Raiders where he played. Uh, at before going to, to Leipzig. There's a connection there. Ultimately, I think a good matchup would be to would be the Sean Shelton effect and go to Munich, team up with Darius Robinson. You got two guys that, you know, have played, you know, together and, you know, have played, you know, you know with Sean and, you know, understand, you know, each other. And that would be great for starting your franchise to have those guys there. So if I had to put uh, a team to sign AJ, I would say maybe the Munich Ravens. But that's just me connecting dots.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think um, I think he'd be a good fit at almost every team, right? Like yeah. he's such a versatile defender. Um, personally, I'd love to see him like coached by Jim Tomsula with the Ryan Fire. Man, I think uh, that defense was really special to watch um, last year. You know, with Amari Williams and with some other like German talent they had. Uh, you know, bring some like top tier um, uh, talent like um, AJ Wentland to the linebacker position. Yeah. And that Ryan fire defense could make the the house rock in there in Dusseldorf. Awesome, Jamal. Since you are a guest, we'll give you the number one of ELF free agent spot here. Uh, fans might know it. Uh, give us number one.
1: Do you believe in magic? <laughs> it's, Zach, it's Zach Edwards, man. There's no doubt about it. The world wants to know where this guy's going. You know, obviously rough year, year one with Barcelona. Came back the second year, bounced back. You saw the connection between him and Sweden, what they had. This guy, at least from the times I've talked to him and watched him, he's a competitor. He doesn't run from a challenge. He's a baller. You know, this guy is the passing leader in the league. Um, wherever he signs, if he joins, you know, ELF next year, he's only going to keep that going. Um, I think, you know, someone, someone like Zach, you know. We talked about the team. Maybe the Raiders. Maybe he's the successor to Sean Shelton because they're going to be looking for a quarterback. Or maybe the Hell Valley Guards. You know, reach out to Mister Magic Man. Like, hey, come to Zurich. We got chocolate. We got cheese. We got everything you need. Or you know, maybe he dives into another new team. You know, Paris. Everybody's trying to figure out what they're going to do. So for me, Zach Edwards is probably the number one guy. You know, a lot of teams are you know going to be going after in the ALF, seeing like what he did under circumstances in year one, what he was able to do year two, and what he could do potentially in year three as the all-time leader, passing leader in the EOF. So, do you believe in magic? Zach Edwards, number one.
2: One hundred percent. I completely agree with everything you said about him. And just to kind of um, reiterate your point, I think just, it was different with the Vikings, right? Because the Vikings had such a great team across the board. And so it's hard to pick out one guy and be like, oh yeah, he's... He was the reason they were so successful. Whereas in Barcelona, there were some great pieces. Obviously, Carl helped um, uh, Zach massively, of course. But he was arguably the key piece. And he was kind of, in my opinion, I think a few other people's opinions, snubbed for MVP, right? He played such great football when the team needed it. He took them to the, to the playoffs, to the semi-finals, And he has to be, with a, two years of experience already in Elf, he has to be the most sought-after free agent um, in Elf. Um, so yeah I totally agree with you but on, but to say that I do think a few guys in our list have been maybe forgotten about or not mentioned um, and so I would like to say a few things about those as well you speak, your um, mind, I think yeah, speak your mind speak your mind yeah we didn't speak about Markel Castle right Markel Castle just Markel Castle obviously we saw what he did um, last year in Milan and he just he scored, he scored he scored a touchdown every like couple of plays right it was unbelievable he was so 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 explosive Um, just put up insane numbers and I I have no idea why he left Milan right maybe he's going to another Elf team he's already signed it he's already signed the deal maybe he's going back to America and he's kind of done with football who knows but I cannot imagine for a second that Milan he was not Milan's first choice right I can't imagine he's not be a lot of Elf team's first choice because he's so good Um, another guy Jorquez Crawford like, do you know what I mean? Everyone forgets about him because of the success that Glenn, Glenn had. Glenn played on a better team, right? I don't want to take it from Glenn. But Jokic Crawford put up very similar numbers. Touchdowns with, were less, but yardage was near enough the same, right? Very similar numbers. Um, and so on a good team, I mean, in, in a year where he feels like he was forgotten about by um, uh, the Thunder um, and kind of like moves on from, where does he go next? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see what Markel does if, if the ELF is lucky enough to, you know, welcome him into the, the league next year. But I, I think something you said that stuck out was you would think Markel would be Milan's first choice, especially after playing with them last year. So it almost makes me think, well, maybe he's signing somewhere else. Maybe he's waiting for the XFL. Maybe, you know, there's another, you know, team that, you know, is, you know, giving him more euros. I don't know. But I hope to see Markel Castle in the league next
0: year. Jamal, do you have any honorable mentions? Anybody that uh, Daniel didn't mention there that you think maybe deserves to be
1: on that top ten list? Yeah, man, it was a it was a it was a hard list to just come up with, you know, a small small group of guys, but you know, we talk about guys that are available, talk about guys that could possibly have an impact. I think one guy that I think everyone is overlooking just because of the record last year was Ronnie Laka Laka. I mean, this guy this guy balled last year for the surge, and granted, yes, they lost. And granted, people are gonna say, "Well, how much of an impact did he actually have?" Ronnie is a beast, all right. And for people who watch the game, Ronnie, Ronley is a beast. So I think that's that's someone that kind of got left off. Uh, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to my hometown uh, in Switzerland. I'm gonna go uh, Tim Haney. You know, if the Helvela guards don't bring him back, hopefully he signs back with another good team and proves why he was first team all all ELF. Um, there's a there's a there's a lot of guys out there. Uh, one more guy I'll bring up Joshua Mack running back. I think someone like him, give him a full season versus the last three or four games where, you know, Cologne was clearly checked out. He was the only one really playing with a sense of urgency. Give him a full season. I think, you know, for the Raiders, I think they're going to be interested. I think they're going to be in the market for a running back with such a strong receiver group already. So we'll see what route they go. But I think those are some guys to name a few.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's a great a great list we have there with some honorable mentions. Uh, a lot of spots available, a lot of QB spots available. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to do a QB episode in the future. <laughs> uh, Jamal, thank you so much for joining us. It's great hearing your opinion. And um, where can the people find you? Hey,
1: you can check out Athletes Forum on Instagram um, at Athletes Forums. Clears clear as that. Uh, you can also check out base coverage on the Athletes Forum YouTube page. I uh, appreciate you guys, you know, tuning in and you know, chopping it up. And, you know, our show, we don't break news. We just react. We just react to everything that's going on. Sometimes it's too much to get into, but I just try to keep it simple and, you know, you know, like to get you guys involved. But uh, I appreciate you guys coming on uh, to, to tune in and, you know, continue to check out Dan and Alex and support this podcast. And, you know, again, you can find us at Athletes Forum on Instagram and Athletes Forum on YouTube as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time.
1: Well, definitely.